from Los Angeles and Nashville. Get ready to go behind the scenes with Entertainment Dudes. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Entertainment Dudes. Another episode, and this is the studio. This is the wide Holy studio. Holy cow! What do we got here? We got. I see you got a. What do you mean? We got here. Yeah, yeah. That, that's uh, that's Alexa. Thank you very much. That's a, and, that's your uh, Alexa. That's you my installed Alexa. Alexa in this. Yes, Alexa is in this. So. <laughs> I'm not gonna do it. Now. You know how these uh, these 3D printed things you 3D printed break. That? How 3D printed things break if you drop them. Yes. So yeah, yeah, I'm nice. not gonna do that right now. So we'll show it off later. Yes, I like this view. I think it's better when people can see my face and then they don't have to look so closely at yours. It's it's a good idea. <sighs> okay, it's a Just great idea. You said that. I'm gonna bring it back to the other uh, the other uh, camera here. Please don't. And so, anyways, today we've got an exciting show for you, and we've got a fantastic guest who has been involved in the, well, in as you know, in movies, whenever you have pro costumes, props, mm -hmm. all these things mm -hmm. are getting made in the background, the foreground for the characters, robots. You actually have somebody that has to paint all of those and actually create those practical effects for them in order for them to look good. So today we have a very special guest who has been involved in the painting for a number of movies, like for things like Star Wars, and we're just going to actually add him to the show. And uh, hey, hello, hey. welcome, Parker. What's up, How man? you guys doing? Good. How you guys doing? We always do an unceremonious drop in. Yeah, the just show, drop you so in anytime. I totally <laughs> was not ready for that. I was scratching my ear. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that last time? I need, I need some underwear? help painting my Mando and Grogu. Oh, so, whoa. you know, it's it's only oh, partially sick. done. So, Oh, he might but have some good tips. You're talking about this. the resin breaking. This this part actually broke off like Ooh. just just before the show. So, anyway. Are yeah. you serious? Oh, was that, that's awesome, though. Oh, that looks yep. Did you, you 3D print really nice. that? Yeah, I three 3D printed this. This is resin. Yeah. What's the chrome you, on that? That looks really nice. I this is TeamU. Chrome markers on TeamU. Hmm. TeamU. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. Put a marker on it? Yeah, it's a chrome marker actually. Uh, chrome you can do this with good. the yeah yeah you can do this with uh, um, airbrush or chrome marker. This is just a chrome marker. So I'm gonna take the hat That's, off. It's annoying. Nope. No worries, man. So uh, Cam got a Cam got a carried away because uh, about a year ago he bought a 3D printer and literally everything in his entire house. His wife is 3D printed now. Gosh, he has seven no, children. No. They're all 3D printed. <laughs> <laughs> he I only have around. two. I only have two 3D printers now: uh, FDM and a resin. So you know. I only have one. I order my stuff usually like helmets and anything bigger. Yeah, usually either cast or I just um, order it from a website and have them print it. Yeah, because it's a lot of work. Yeah. Like, yeah. It is yeah, a lot right? of work. Yeah. Well, everyone I, thinks it's I've as simple this. as it like everyone thinks it's no, as simple. No, push a button and go. And go. No, it's not. <laughs> no, no, not at all. <laughs> prepping it and cleaning it. Yeah. Like, I mean, with everything and like the prop making community, everyone thinks, oh, it's so easy to make a full costume. It is mm -hmm. not. It is absolutely not. It is no, it's, very it's challenging. Brutal. brutal. Oh, yeah, yeah. Brutal. Yeah. I mean, there's harder things, but it's like it's hard. It's not easy. Yeah, there's. I was over with. I was working. Do you know Fawn Fonco over at Fonco? He he did a lot of the stuff. They did Nightmare Before Christmas. All of the the all the animation for that. He did Coraline. All the stuff for that. He's he's been in this for a while. But he he got a 3D printer, and um, they had to print this robot. I mean, this monster they created for a commercial, and they had it was it took almost seventy two hours to print. 
to print like just out. layer to layer and then it, it crashed that's that's it, <laughs> it crashed <laughs> it crashed in the last hour oh man oh no, I, no. and they no, had I, to start oh. all over again. oh no i feel that pain yeah. i totally oh. get that especially like when you're on the clock when you have a due date if something fails it could mean like you know oh we lose a whole two days because of mm-hmm. this now because we already machine. have like because of one machine and it's not even yeah like a, anyone's fault it's just the machine you know failed it failed the print yeah which yeah. is the worst it's the absolute Horrible. worst feeling <laughs> when you go to print your home there's a big hole on it or something or missing or layer lines mm-hmm. or it shifts it's the absolute biggest you're nightmare. like uh, that was that no. was unper- now we live in california too so there's probably a lot oh, of- <laughs> man. <laughs> there's a lot of this uh, what happened oh, yeah. uh, just and her and hurricanes too now so hurricanes. yes we're, we're fa- no, that, did you that- even feel anything i didn't feel anything like it was like someone blew through a straw i wasn't even in the state so i had no clue what was happening yeah I was on my way where were arizona. you i was in arizona visiting friends and i found out as soon as I got there, as soon as I unpacked everything, my parents were like, oh, make sure, you know, check up on the hurricane. I'm like, what are you guys talking about? Oh, like, my what hurricane? Yeah, I didn't find out about it until the day before. It's like, oh, the hurricane. I was like, we're not living in Florida. Yeah. I thought they assumed Florida. I was like, oh, there's I, another hurricane over there. And then I turned there? on, I looked at the weather and I just see this big storm cloud going straight for my hometown. I was like, oh, great. Awesome. You know? <laughs> yeah, no, wasn't ready for that. So, uh, Parker, tell us a little bit about what you do. How'd you got started? Like, and Ooh. and exactly what is your, what is your, how would you describe what you do? It's fun. It's the best job ever. <laughs> that's all I, that's the first thing. Yeah. So that's a really broad statement. What do you guys want to hear first? Then? Well, uh, let's see. What, what did you go to school for? Did you go to study or did you do, is this something you stumbled into as a result of just like, Hey, I'm going to try this or, you know, how'd you get it's into a, it's it? It's a real long story. So it's going to. Bear with me now. All right. Let's like hear right, it. Right after I graduated That's what high the school. That's show is for. Okay. So my dad is in the industry. He works at Legacy Effects also. And he's nice. probably my biggest inspiration. I wouldn't say he's the main reason I got into Legacy, but definitely always wanted to be like him, kind of art guy. And I yep. remember ever since I was like middle school, I've been doing Warhammer miniatures forever now. Like every day after school, I go home and paint for like two hours, like just constantly and on weekends just have paint for the whole day i'm a hundred percent serious and it was just like as much as like i'd repaint figures like every week and i would just practice and practice on these miniatures and eventually it went to like world war ii tanks and Mm -hmm. it just kept going bigger and bigger but it still was in that miniature range eventually i started getting into six scale figures in the high school and college but it was right after high school right after i graduated i had no idea what i wanted to do not a clue I knew it was in the movie industry, but I had no idea what I wanted to do. So I tried acting and I sucked at it. I was awful, <laughs> like absolutely the worst. Took one class, like first day, first day in class. My dad called me. He's like, oh, how was class? I'm like, you know what? I think I made a horrible, horrible mistake. <laughs> you know, it's like I was. He's probably like, thank God. Absolute, oh, I think he was. And, and he's like, yes, you know, but <laughs> I remember a few weeks after that my mom was on my ass about, Oh, you need to get a job. You know, summer's over in school. You need to get a job. Mm-hmm. And ev- no, no one was hiring. I had applied everywhere. Like any, any, what, year, what year was this job. around? This was 2019. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yep. But of yeah, of course gives us a good, and, uh, good idea of what's going on. Yeah. And no one was hiring and I did not want to go to my dad for the job. I did not want to yeah. be known as like, Oh, he got in cause his dad, 
he got in yeah. with his family, and I, that was the last thing I wanted to do. It's a huge so, you know. fear here in LA, but everyone oh, does absolutely. it. So it's like, I don't want that to happen. Oh, yeah. I didn't realize that the, anyway. the, in the moment. I had no idea <laughs> that it's like, oh, everyone's in here because they know someone. Yeah. You know? Yep. But um, it is. I remember it making is. the walk of shame to his office. You know, my head's hung down. And I'm like, fuck, I don't, don't want to do this. And I go up to him, I'm like, hey, could I just, could you see if the guys will have me in and like have me sweep up, clean toilets, anything? I just need to make some side money. He's like, yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. Let me, let me text the group chat real quick and we'll see what's up. And he's like, oh, you're hired. You start tomorrow. Oh, that dude, was it. That's gonna feel so good, though. That's it felt it was it was very intimidating because I was kind of like, "What? Yeah, you're." I was like, "You're pulling my leg. You gotta be. This is a joke." And no, he had me pack up my stuff, and I went straight there the next day. And what and did you dude, start doing? What did yeah, you start you doing start? when you I were, was when you were there? I was bottom rung on the ladder. I was sweeping up, uh -huh. cleaning up, helping people. I wasn't really doing anything mm -hmm. crazy, but I think that's when I started falling in love with it. I just kept watching everyone do certain aspects of it, like, you know, mold making or casting right. parts or body shopping stuff, sculpting, painting, everything. And I remember, I think maybe a week or two into it, I went to my dad. I'm like, I want to do this for the rest of my life. If I can, I want to be, I want to learn. That's cool. And you know, COVID happened. Happened. yeah, COVID happened right at 19. Uh, COVID happy happened. COVID time. And uh, yeah, oh, and, wow. and now you're getting uh, <laughs> uh, recognized for your work, right? I mean, yeah, uh, like this kind of stuff. What is it? Mandalorian? Wow. Uh, you've also got, oh my God, um, Boba <laughs> right? Huh? You got the book of Boba, yeah, yes. the book of Boba Fett. Yeah, I mean, so that's just oh, amazing. Man. So, in a, in a few short years. Um, you're already getting recognized for your work. So that's amazing. Yeah, no, it's very surreal. It's real weird. It's, it's so, so strange. And I'm so grateful for all of it, but it's definitely like, I have to pinch myself sometimes because it doesn't <laughs> feel real. Like even we were watching Ahsoka last week and I saw right. my name pop up in the credits for that. And I had no, I don't, we don't know about that stuff until the show comes out. Okay. So yeah, when everyone else sees is when I be, find right? out. Exactly. So I'm like, yeah, yeah. oh my God, did I make it? Did I make it? Did I make it? Oh, there's my name. You know, but yes. that was a good feeling. That's always the coolest feeling. And then having people like, oh, I know a guy, he works on the show. You know, it's really, it's weird. It's really, it's a hard thing to describe, but it's super, super cool. How do you learn to design things for on camera? Because it looks different in person that would being shot. Like as, like, paint, or as, as, like as oh, in paint yeah. or as in or yeah, like painting this, right? things oh, wow. and, and so forth. Right. <laughs> that was quick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's really, it's definitely strange because I feel like a lot of stuff on camera will look different than stuff in person. Yeah. So usually we just go by art, match it as close to the art that we have, and then call it a day. If they want to change stuff in post, they can. But I mean, even with like, droids we try and get it as closest to the art as possible and everything changes in camera and in lighting and on set right like you can weather up a stormtrooper suit for example and it goes on set all the weathering's gone under lighting and on camera mm -hmm. yeah because so it's so have, bright yeah i think a big thing i feel like that i've noticed is a lot of armors or any prop if it's dirty it has to be dirty or it won't look right like it's got to be really be like real really really dirty because hmm. what you see, 50% of that will go away on camera usually. Wow. So what do you start with? Let's say like, you know, in this, in the example, like you did do this guy right here on the show. And yeah. Uh, yeah. what do you start with whenever you're laying, um, laying a robot, a droid armor? Like what, what's the, the process for approaching the character? Like I had a day to do that. That a was day? a blur. A I had day? one day. That one was wow. quick. Yeah. 
that one was that was a very stressful one to be honest but <laughs> one day. um just on paint there was because i mean mo most of what i do i just paint stuff i'm the last step of the whole factory line process so usually painters get the least amount of time to work with it mm -hmm. if that makes sense but yeah yeah well, I, I don't know we, if it makes had, sense but it makes sense yeah we had ordered a color <laughs> we had ordered a blue and it showed up wrong and it was made specifically for that droid. It was way too blue. It was supposed to be like a gray and it showed up looking like, you know, navy blue, sea blue. It just mm. was completely wrong. So I had to mix up a new color on the fly and then make up a new finish for it. And it was just like totally prototyping this color and finish while it also being the final product. And you also have a that's day. Amazing. You have a night. Yeah, that's much. crazy. So do you ever do color on set too? Like, do they call and say, are you touching up while you're on set? Or is it um, like that droid goes off and someone else does that? Or how I think that it work? depends if they want to change stuff. Usually they have painters on set. That'll mm -hmm. change it if they need to, but usually they won't. Usually um, we'll send them touch up bottles of paint. If they need to, like if something gets scratched or damaged, they could just quickly, you know, hit it with like a color that matches and call it a day. Um. I wonder how you do that on set if it's uh, like, how do you know if it matches? Because the color on set, I mean, do you take the droid to set, look at it and then bring it back? Or do you just, how do you know if it's going to match or not? Lighting wise. It's a great question. <laughs> usually yeah. it's, um, usually we have the same paint. We send a little cup of it with whoever's going down the set with it in case something happens. Like, mm -hmm. um, if it's a stormtrooper and it gets dinged up, you just send a bottle of white paint that matches the paint you used mm -hmm. and that'll fix it. Usually if when I, like, they my, get dinged up, when they get dinged get up, exactly. I was going to say they get beat to pieces. Like even with my Mando armor, I usually bring a little bit of paint in my cosplay kit just in case something like that happens where it's like, Oh, a big chunk is missing. Let me just cover that up real quick. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's usually just an acrylic or something that dries real fast. So yeah, and a lot of stuff on if you see in films and things, a lot of it is just as long as it tricks the camera, exactly. Then it yeah. then it works. And if you see it in real life, you might be like, "Wait, what? That's the yeah. that's the real thing." But <laughs> yeah. it works. No, that's no, it's it true. It's yeah. as long as it fools the camera, you can get away with a lot of stuff. And especially like there's multiple things you have to attribute to that. Like you're not getting in a lot of time. A lot of cosplayers can spend years on these costumes to make them look really good, mm -hmm. but. Mm -hmm. As a professional, you have that slotted time period from digital design all the way to out the door. And that could be as short as two months, which is sounds like a lot of time. It is not right. It is not. Yeah, a lot no, of time. it's not. No, it's real you, fast. What are some of the, the favorite things that you've you've painted? Ooh, that's tough. I cannot talk about the favorite things I've painted because they're not oh, out yet. Dang. That's what sucks. That's what sucks. But a lot of it, I think Ahsoka has been my favorite project <laughs> by far. Okay. Work. I could talk about favorite projects. Ahsoka is my favorite for sure. Okay. Because I got to, I was on that a ton. There's a ton of stuff I did that's in it. Um, trying to think. There's so much stuff, but a lot of it's a blur. Guardians three was another one that was super oh, fun. Oh, awesome. awesome! That you was painted fun. Raccoon, Rocket the raccoon. You painted no. Him. Wait, I did I? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> he just fur. <laughs> no, I did. Um. There was a whole team on Nebula, and I did most of her metal arms. Oh, cool! And I did her did armor really? in the beginning. I did, yeah. Ooh, um, she looked great. She yeah, looked no, really she was great. awesome. She was awesome. No, you the other watched, painters was that was that a resin it. too, or what was that? That was what, a urethane what? sleeve on the arm. Really? So that's How does a, that that's paint? A, does that paint any differently? Or uh, yeah, it's a completely different process. So it's a whole flexible paint. 
and we did like 40 of those arms because they would just get destroyed on set and stunts. Wow. Yeah, imagine if she bumped against anything, it would just wipe right off, right? Uh, not wipe right off, but I feel like really we have paints that are flexible that adhere to materials differently, so you can have a flexible like arm or armor. A lot of the armor you see on screen is usually flexible. Hmm. Not a lot of it's hard, unless it's like a hero scene. It'll usually right. be a hard armor that looks really nice. But if they're doing stunts or if they're fighting or if mm-hmm. they're like sprinting, it's usually softer, more flexible material. But these arms, the problem is they weren't flexible. They were elastic. Mm. So flexible, you know, is when the material's kind of, you know, bending like that. Elastic, yeah, you can stretch rigid. out the material. Elasticity is where paint can come off real easily. Yeah. So do you have to do you stretch the material to paint it and then let it kind of go back to its shape no, or do you paint it we, when it's we usually have it on a form if it's something like that and usually we just paint uh-huh. it over that and it should be fine but this material was so elastic like nothing would stick to it and really? we didn't have time to change it so we just ended up just spraying these arms over and over and over again wow. oh boy I bet she loved that oh yeah totally I did too that I was employed for six months doing <laughs> nothing but arms is there oh my great. gosh is there something, you know, different? I mean, could they develop a dye for that rather than a paint or something? I mean, is that we could have, me... but it, I don't I don't think it would have been the same. We didn't have time to really, really test it because if it looked different, we would have been yeah. screwed. And you get the surface the kind of look too. Yeah. Wow. Oh, and it was gosh. a totally chrome arm. It's really hard to dye yeah. chrome and anything yeah. chrome really. Mm-hmm. But um that's why now, I prefer don't... to like hmm? sorry, sorry, you prefer to I prefer to R and D stuff, test stuff before we even get it approved. That way we know it works and know it'll, you know, be top notch on set. And usually we don't have a lot of time for that. So it's usually pretty much just, we do what we know works best. Yeah. So you're balancing a lot between function and like perfection, how it looks, the aesthetic, and then the function of it. Like, yeah. Okay. I mean, it's much like anything else. I imagine you you want to make sure that it looks as good as possible, as as durable as possible, for yeah. as cheap as possible. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly. It. There's we have, with paint. We have a triangle system we use. So, or with anything in the shop, there's you can have it. Like let's say this is the triangle. You can have it really cheap. There's money, durability, and looks. You can have it look really freaking nice, and it'll be really durable, but it's going to cost a lot. Right. You could have it be cheap and look good, but it's not going to be durable. Or you could mm. have it be cheap and durable, but it won't look good. And you could choose two of those things. Yeah. And it's almost like you'd want to try to get a little, like, you know, you the, like tr- when you're designing characters <laughs> on, <laughs> that's a, you know, designing characters on stuff, you know, you can, you want to move it in the middle. So, but it, it yeah. almost doesn't exist. It's, especially mm. when you're on a time crunch and stuff, like, that's so then you're looking one. at really where is it going to show up? Is this a close up? Is this exactly. background? Is this exactly. action? Okay. Is this yeah? Exactly. So how Even do you know that? Because you don't get a shot list, do you? Do they tell you, or they did you say this is a hero? Unless it's like a main character, usually we'll assume okay, this is going to be on screen. This is going to be up close. Makeups are always usually like that, unless they're background. Um, pretty much everything we try and make the best it could be, even if it's a stunt suit. Yeah. And if like my philosophy if is if the stunt suit and hero suit look the same and they're good, you've done a good job. Yeah, if and I think for me as a director, you know? that's great too, because I might change my mind and be like, hey, let's move the camera over here. 
And you never know when your character will be like, oh, crap, I didn't paint the back of that guy. Yeah. <laughs> and then he turns him around. He's like, where's the paint on the back of this? No, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Guy. Usually that never happens, but it's always the parts that you don't think will matter that end up mattering the most. Yeah. Which is funny. It's ironic in a way. That's and interesting. Yeah, I've seen shots where, you know, you, you'll have a guy, you'll see the wardrobe afterward. Like you can go down to the fashion design center there and you can see all of the outfits that people have made. And, you know, things that never show up on camera when you watch the series, but the detail, even to the mm -hmm. laces and the way that, that everything is painted and so on. It's like it's there if the director wants to use it. It's perfect. Yeah. yeah. But a lot of times you don't know if it's going to actually go in the shot exactly. or not. Exactly. That's like to where a point you can over design a suit, you know, like you can make one of the pouches on like Mando's bandolier, like one of the bullets. It can have 20 different parts and it can be taken apart in any way and it'll stay right there and you'll never see it taken apart. That's where you got to find that fine medium between like over design and keeping it simple, you know. But and I the only people who appreciate it buy the whole suit. And they're the nerd. This look, I can open it up. Yeah, inside. I can. I can open every bullet and separate <laughs> it into five pieces. But I yeah, guess it's point, more it's like, so the case now too with with high definition and people being able to pause video. I mean, back in the yeah. in the you know the seventies and the eighties, they probably didn't have to be as meticulous oh, as no, you totally. do now. Yeah, right. Like, now like it's always about it's like detail, detail, detail. Make yeah. sure this looks good. Make sure all the lines are outlined. You know, it's all detail work, which wow. I enjoy. I like it. That's cool. Yeah, so that, are you a? Would you say you were a doer? Sorry, go ahead, Cam. Does that does that cross over into your cosplay? Do they do they do they work together? Your career and the cosplay that you do, kinda in a way. I try and I try to make everything I paint look the best it can. But especially with like cosplays, my biggest issue is I always finish them too fast because I always feel like I'm under mm -hmm. a time crunch because of work. So okay. I mean, most of the most of the helmets I do, I finish them within the very most like a week. Right. When which I know people are taking months, which is like blazing fast. There's helmets I've spent. Like, I think I did a Black Panther helmet. And it took me a day from oh. getting the print. Are you to serious? Donald. I'm 100% serious. Really? Because I just, I rushed it. I totally rushed it, honestly. But dang. I remember but I was did leaving. it sell? Like, I mean, it looked real, right? Oh, I still have it. I still have it. It looks good. Actually, you know what? I have a Predator back here. If you guys want to see it, I did in a day. Sure. Yeah, show us. Let's see it. it. This was a one day paint oh job. that's awesome this is all that's amazing much. yeah that's spectacular look at that and just one day dang and just one day yeah that is awesome look at that the dings and, and everything and it's all super simple too all of this could be bought at like hobby lobby that's where i get most of my art supplies usually is hobby lobby or any art really store. yeah Especially for cosplay stuff. I feel like huh. you definitely don't need to break the bank and buy all these expensive paints to do or make something look really good. It's all right. about yeah, the especially artist, in my opinion. And I think there's also something different between doing it for a con. Like if you're at a convention and people are seeing it and they can interact with you and touch it. Yeah. And then also for, for film. It's yeah. some moments you can need to be more detailed and some can be you can get away with some stuff, you know? Yeah. Honestly, and, I feel like uh, a lot of cosplays are sometimes better looking than suits in the shows, honestly, because they're all in person. They have to be perfect. You know, mm -hmm. most Mando suits, I feel like, are really, they're either really kick ass or they're not. And that's just right. Mando. That's not like Mando Mercs, cosplay Mandos. It's definitely, there's a fine but, line, you know? 
Well, talk about Chrome for a little bit because we were we were showing oh, my little Chrome guy with the Chrome marker, but it, it's it's fairly hard usually to get a, a nice Chrome uh, look, especially on a three D oh, yeah. printed helmet. And I've seen people do uh, uh, airbrushing. I've seen people do a black base and put some graphite over it. So what what is the secret to getting a good Chrome mirror like finish? Prep work. It's a hundred percent prep work, in my opinion. That part has to be real clean, real smooth. And mm. then after that, if the paint lays down smooth, you should be good to go, in my opinion. But I feel like with every paint, if you want to make something look good, it's mm -hmm. always prep work and it always pays off. And I know a lot of people don't like that. Don't like, you know, I don't want to clean my part. I don't want to sand down the layer lines. That's what will bring it from a cosplay to a finished prop, in my really? opinion. And that's what separates yeah, I've noticed that, like, the artists. Some of the stuff I've seen Ray do is like there's a different type of print. Some will come and it looks like there's lines and you have to mm -hmm. sand the whole thing down yep. and others come like really smooth. And if you don't sand them fine from a distance, it looks fine. But the moment you kind of get up close, it just feels like it feels fake. Yeah. But I feel like there's also a like I know for me, especially some helmets, I could totally ruin a helmet. I'll get drips on clear coat or little mm. bits of dust in the paint and usually i'll try and work that to my advantage usually i i prefer painting really really dirty helmets compared to clean things mm. so i mean i have another yeah. example right up here if you guys want me to bring it down of uh, yes let's opinion, see it come yes, on it. come on come this, on come on in my opinion this helmet was a fail because i messed up almost everything on it but i think back here you can see there's a bunch of kind of like little dusty okay bits and yeah stuff. A lot of this um, texture was intentional, but you know, no, it's incredible. I love oh, it's it. Cool. Yeah, because it looks real. It looks see, it makes it look yeah, real. Yeah, it does. Like, yeah. That's something I feel like a lot of people struggle with, especially when I it like comes the to light Chrome. too. Oh, thank you. On there we go. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I feel like a lot of painters, especially, strive to be you know get that perfect Chrome, get that perfect look when in reality mm -hmm. a lot of that metal doesn't look perfect metal's not a perfectly smooth surface it's beat up it's right. got yeah dings. and i think that gives a lot of helmets and armor character if there's you know oh there's a scratch there or oh i nicked it you know unless it's like perfect mirror finished chrome you want it to be like super smooth if you have orange peel it'll be fine Here, here's <laughs> something that uh i think was one of the things that you did here for this uh yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. Look at the top. This is and this is resin. Yep, that's a resin print. That's the Black Panther helmet I was telling you guys I did in a day. Oh, yeah, that's amazing. A day. That's yeah. amazing. That's it's cool. Kind of, it's a pretty, pretty funny story why I did that in a day because I was leaving to New York for a job, and I had just gotten that helmet in that day, and my girlfriend was coming over that night, so I was like, I really, if I don't finish this now, I'm gonna be really mad on my way to New York. So I said, I'll just finish it today. Screw it. Why not? You know? And I did. <laughs> In one day. That's crazy. One day. Well, if you're properly motivated, a guy can do anything. <laughs> I can do anything. Girl, I'm motivated. <laughs> yeah. When they go, I will be there and you will not be painting. Oh, okay. I'll I was get like, yep, Got to finish this helmet like real quick, you know, <laughs> you're like, thanks um, yeah. for the proper motivation. <laughs> well, I mean, so as you get going, as you get better, I'm sure you find you can paint faster because you begin to understand what corners you can cut, uh, what has to be perfect, what is okay to kind of, uh, you know, how do you increase your speed? And I'm imagining it's just necessity gets you to do this right usually necessity especially in the shop and on the job they want stuff done instantly they want that suit then and there 
So usually it's like uh, we we try not to cut corners, but if it's possible mm-hmm. and if we can make it look good still, we usually will. I know I tend to do that, and I <clears throat> honestly prefer everyone don't cut corners, don't try and cheat it because you can really screw up a helmet or a paint job. If you cut a corner, ends up wrong, you have to start over. That's happened a ton of times, and I recommend oh, wow. no one try and cut a corner because it's honestly not worth it. Always do it yeah. the proper way. Even if it takes a day for the paint to dry, try and keep it that way. It's the tortoise and the hare story. No, totally. You know, yeah. No. Yeah. It, yeah. That's, that's exactly great. it. So temperamental wise, your temperament, would you say, obviously you're pretty patient and overall, I would say, and you're a doer. Is that necessity? Is that a necessity in the line of work that you're doing? Yeah, I feel like it is. You definitely have to be patient. Cause I know for me, a big thing for me is when I start a helmet, I'll, you know, step away and I'll look at it and I'm like, damn, that looks awful. You know, it's horrible looking. I hate it. And it's like, I also just started it. So usually it's like, just trust. You have to trust the process. You have to wait till you see the finished projects. I know there's a lot of people that'll be painting a helmet and they'll get discouraged after spraying on one layer and be like, oh, this looks right. bad. I hate it. Keep going, keep going mm. and get to that final product. But another thing, I always prefer to stop two steps ahead of where I think I am. Because I feel like if I go too far and I don't like it, then I can't really change it, you know? Mm. So I usually stay two, stay two steps behind where I want to have it. And then usually that'll be the area I like it. Uh, that amazing. being said, so, are, are there yeah, times where I've experienced this in video where uh, people, uh, you know, in the past above where I've been have wanted to see a project before it's done, yet they don't have the creative vision to see what it's going to look like. Yet, you know, you're only at this step. Yeah. Does, does that ever happen in your line of work? Usually not really. Sometimes we'll send samples or they'll come in and they'll see samples of paint colors yeah. and usually decide then and give feedback. Um, or they'll come and see the full suit or we'll do a fitting with the actor or okay. stunt person or whoever's in the suit. And that's usually how we'll get feedback. Okay. A lot of the, they aren't stupid. They know that it takes a lot of time to put yeah. an effort to make a full suit or prop. So usually they're understanding, but it's, it's definitely more of showing them test samples, having them okay. see what we can do and then having them choose. We're hired guns at the end of the day. They're the ones right, who will right. choose how it looks. We just have to make it look that way. Okay. Yeah. So when you're working on a on a uh, paint job, you know, me for I can visualize mm-hmm. a story and I picture it in my head and I'm working towards that end goal. Do you have reference drawings? Do you come up with the ideas? How do you know that you're headed in the right direction? Like with cosplay stuff or professional stuff? How about either? Well, cosplay, it's your okay. vision, right? But let's say, yeah. let's do both because cosplay, you're okay. you're the end all. And then in professional, you're working for someone else's idea. Yeah. Usually professional will have a piece of concept art and they're like, match it to this exactly. Colors, stuff. And if they want to mm-hmm. change anything, they'll notify us about it. Um, and that's basically what we're working off of is usually some artwork that's made in-house or out-of-house but for cosplay stuff, especially my original paint jobs, I just come up with it on the fly usually. I just look at the helmet. I try and figure out, okay, what color do I want it? Do I want it dirty? Do I want it clean? Do I want lights in it? What texture do I want? Like that. Yeah. One was, but I usually have an inspiration for each one. Like that one was inspired by the Ironmonger from Iron Man 1. 
That uh-huh. was my main inspiration on it. There's ones that are inspired from Dune and like Halo and all sorts of stuff. There's one that's inspired off a rusty car. I'm not even joking. <laughs> really? Cool. Oh yeah, that's. I think that's one of the biggest things my dad taught me is using real world inspiration for paint jobs, mm-hmm. and it helps a ton. Because what's a what better way to make something look lived in and realistic by using something that's lived in and realistic? That's great. So I mean, I have photos of tons of old cars or you know World War II tanks or old planes, anything that like has been real has had real world use. I use as reference all the time for everything. Man, that's that's really awesome. You have such an incredible career. There's lots of different things you're working on. It's great to be able to see how you use your talent to bring something to life on a screen. And whether it goes noticed or unnoticed, it's something you feel when you watch the show. You just you sense like you're in the world and it's real and it's happening. And isn't that what it's all about? So um, where can people find you? Uh, what's the best place to find you? And where can they see what you're working on? And uh, what have you got going on? Instagram. Instagram is just my name. It should be the first thing that comes up. Um, that's where I'll have all my personal projects and then some professional stuff. It's very strange when I cut when it comes to um, posting professional stuff. I can pretty much almost exclusively only post personal projects, but that's where you'll find me if you want to contact me. I try and message everyone that messages me. So if you have any questions, feel free to ask. Feel free to contact me, and I'll see you on Instagram. Awesome. Yeah, so well, that was great having him on the show. What do you that think? Awesome. I like it. Yes, I love yeah. it. Whoa, what's this? Is this our that's like what? closing scene? That's our closing scene. Yeah, it's a, okay. Yeah, it's a closing oh, scene. well, so okay. So this is the video that they need to click on next uh-huh. over here. And, if, and this and, other place. And don't forget, next the, week is going to be part two next week. So don't just catch this. One. You got to catch right. the whole thing. The whole that's thing. Right. Isn't that right, right Parker? That is right. Part two is over there. <laughs>